Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. I am in uh, Rogers Place in Ice District right now. The Edmonton Oilers have just wrapped up a practice. They're going to take on the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow night. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. All right, coming up on today's show, we'll get right into the news of the day. The Edmonton Oilers have made some significant changes to their line combinations, and that is our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. As we go to our game day lineup report for McGuire Financial, don't let your financial future be a mystery. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. Matthias Janmark was in the minors a couple weeks ago. Uh, based on today's practice, there's a chance he's going to be on Connor McDavid's line tomorrow night against Vegas. Uh, Janmark was with McDavid and Zach Hyman. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Leon Dreisaitl and Warren Fogle over on the right side. Clem Costin, left wing with Ryan McLeod and Yeso Pugliarvi. Devin Shore centering Dylan Holloway and Derek Ryan. Yesterday, the Oilers assigned Tyler Benson for a conditioning stint. Don't know how much longer we'll see Holloway playing less than eight minutes a game in the NHL. And uh, knowing Ken Holland's track record, he's probably want to get, get him some more minutes down on the farm shortly. On defense, Nurse was CC Kulak and Bouchard. Murray was with Barry. Niemalainen was the extra D-man. Stuart Skinner was in the starter's goal. Uh, a little bit later on, we will have Elliot Freeman for NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's door service at 1235. Uh, former heavyweight champ of the NHL. Very popular uh, member of the Edmonton Oilers here. An Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality, George LaRock at 105. And former Edmonton Oilers player and coach, now current head coach, the Alberta Golden Bears, uh, the number two ranked team in the country and top spot in the Canada West, Ian Herbers. They're 10-1-1 this season in conference play. They host UBC tonight. The Edmonton Oil Kings, meanwhile, have got Brandon here with Jake Chase on at 7 p.m. at Rogers Place. So that takes care of the top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need. Get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. We gave you the lineup report. We're going to go right now into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamster services and embroidery. Get your workwear. Have it customized all in one trip. Matthias Janmark put together a couple pretty good games. He's been elevated in the lineup and he just wrapped up a media veil and he had this to see on taking advantage of top line minutes. Can't talk enough about the, those players. Uh, so uh, I've been playing with some good players before. Uh, obviously not maybe at this level, but uh, you try to you try to bring the same game that you 
that brought you up there, but also you got to adjust because uh, I'm not the best player on that line, so you got to adjust to how they're doing, but also you got to bring your best game. So it's uh, adjustment level, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But you want to, like I said, try to play your game, but obviously you need to, to play to their strengths. Yamar did have a 19-goal season a few years ago with the Dallas Stars. He had this to say on his NHL game since his recall uh, from the American League, which in fairness was, and we talked about this all summer long, especially as we closed in with the realization that, yes, Apoliarvi was going to remain in Edmonton, uh, that the orders were going to be tight against the cap, and one of their uh, two players making $1.25 million, if Holloway was going to be on the team for day one, was going to have to go down, either Derek Ryan or Matthias Janmark. Ultimately, it was Janmark, the left shot that went down uh, to Bakersfield. He had two goals, four points in four games in the A, and he had this to say on his NHL game since his recall. Yeah, I think that first game was a little... Uh, I got in late and, and traveled the day before, uh, and obviously the team didn't play very well. Uh, the last two games, I feel like I've been... Uh, getting the puck a little more, put myself in, in better places to get the puck. And last game, I felt like I was skating pretty well. I wasn't happy with uh, how I finished uh, with the puck on my shots and, and all that. But uh, yeah, and, and you never know how the games are going to turn out. But if you can keep putting yourself with with the puck in your hands and, and in your team's hands, you, uh, you can keep working on it. One thing that's occurred here for Yanmark is gaining a better appreciation for his time in the National Hockey League. I think just going through everything and going back and forth and and that time in the AHL I got to play lots of minutes so I think my game is at a comfortable level uh, and that helps and then you have to adjust to the game here but I try to bring like the good good from down in the AHL that I that I felt like I had there and then try to just uh, bring it to, to this level. Well, part of the major reason why this has occurred here with Yanmark, it's it's pretty simple. As we go into the injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. It's this simple. James H. Brown, they are the best at what they do. The Oilers have two significant top six absences right now. Vander Kane, we know he's going to be out three to four months. Um, I am told he has a little bit of feeling in his fingers, and there have been other players that have uh, suffered a... Uh, uh, I've had some uh, wrist damage uh, from skate cuts, and, and sometimes those guys did not have feeling in their fingers, and Kane does. So, hey, very preliminary, but, it, you know, put it this way. There's people that thought he was going to be done for the year, and we'll see what happens here, but it's not a bad sign that th there's a little bit of dexterity there for him. It's going to be a long way back. And then, to be honest with you, maybe we'll get an update a little bit later on from Jay Woodcroft today. But Kyler Yamamoto is not skating right now. Of course, you all know the story. He got blindsided last year by Gabriel Landeskog in Game 2 in Colorado. No call. And uh, and then he got hurt in the preseason, missed the final two preseason and first regular season games for the Edmonton Oilers. Both him and Fogel were out of the lineup out of the gate. And then he got punched in the head when the Oilers played Tampa Bay after Fogel uh, drilled uh, Perbex into the corner there. Uh, there was a melee, and he got punched in the head. Played 16 minutes a game against Tampa, and we've not seen him since. So that's two top six forwards out. Uh, Paul Yarvey got the initial opportunity to get moved up. So too did Fogel. Holloway's been moved down, and now Matthias Yanmark is up. Again, those lines, and I'm going to get your thoughts, and you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. What are your thoughts on Yanmark 
basically going from the American Hockey League to McDavid's line. Doesn't mean this is what Edmonton's going to go with tomorrow, but... Uh, so, Yanmark with McDavid and Hyman, and your thoughts on Paul Yarvey being moved further down the lineup. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. I'm wondering, I'm going to bring Brendan Escott in here, and I will also tell you that you can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063, ringing the new year. Trooper, December 30th. Big Sugar, December 31st. Take some more information at rivercreekresort.com. Part of this, Brendan, is a byproduct of the injuries. But... Where do you think the, the fan base is at with Paulie Arby right now? How many think that, hey, given the injuries, he should be playing every day in the top six? And conversely, what percentage of the fans do you think are out there going to say, hey, you got to accomplish something if you're up with those guys? Where are you at with this, Brendan? Hey, personally, he got his couple or three games there and didn't do anything with it. And, and more noticeable on the ice, at least in that game against Los Angeles, was Matthias Janmark. So I'm happy to see a bit of a shuffle up there. And, and I don't doubt that the freshness of a new look there on the top line would bring a smile to Connor McDavid's face, too. Yeah, I, I, I think that has to be a factor. I know that the uh, Paul Yarvey supporters, and there's uh, some out there that uh, compared him to a guy like Yuri Lettinen, and I would say he's, unfortunately for Jesse, just hasn't happened here. He just, and here's the thing, situations are fluid. So when Jesse was 19 and 20, I was in the school of, hey, we got to be patient with this guy. We got to help develop him. He's got to be open to the development as well. Well, that's all well and good when a guy is making 1 million bucks a year. But when a guy's a $3 million cap hit, with that comes some expectation. Uh, for those of you out, the, out there that run businesses or manage people, the guys that make more money or the gals that make more money, there's an expectation that they'll deliver on those services because of the price point. It comes with the territory. That's how it's supposed to work in the real world. In the real world, right? Um, it doesn't always necessarily work that way, but that's, and you know, it's supposed to be a meritocracy. And to be frank with you, Yanmark and Cost uh, uh, and Costin, for me, were more noticeable than Jessa Pogliarvi over the last couple of games. Now, I thought Pogliarvi had some good moments against Tampa, uh, but he's been quiet the last three games. So, again, we'll get some of your thoughts coming up here on Oilers Now. It's 12-17 in Edmonton. Edmonton's opponent will be the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow night, and they're good. They're 14-4. and Edmonton gets Vegas and New Jersey who's looking like, and you know what? I wasn't sure on New Jersey. Why would I be based on the last couple of seasons? The shot metrics would suggest that these two teams are really good. And the Oilers right now are just a middle in squad. Now, Edmonton's gone through a stretch. Uh, when they get through Vegas and New Jersey, they will have played 14 of 16 games. Well, let's rephrase that. Uh, they have played, going into these two games, 12 of their last 14 games against teams that made the playoffs, and now they're going to play teams that have got 14 wins each already this year. This has been a tough schedule for the Oilers. The Oilers haven't had – they played one game against what many people consider to be the weakest six or seven teams in the league. So there's going to be a cap. But, and they are ill-equipped right now with some of the injuries they have to necessarily be best positioned um, – to handle that. But let's take a look at the Vegas Golden Knights. They come in with a record of 14-4. and four. The general manager is Kelly McCrum, the uh, longtime owner and GM of the Brandon Weekings. Bruce Cassidy is their head coach. He had a 672 winning percentage in Boston. They probably needed a breath of fresh air there. They've got it. I think it's fair to say that uh, Jim Montgomery's done a great job with the Bruins so far. They're 10-0 at home. The Oilers, by the way, are 4-6 and six at home. They're fine on the road. they got to play better at home. Jack Eichel 
uh, along with Stevenson and Stone up front. And Chandler Stevenson has emerged into an excellent player. He had a 64-point season. Eichel, since coming to Vegas, has 46 points in 52 games and is plus 15. They got uh, a line that's been together. These All three of these guys are original Vegas Golden Knights. And that's saying something because there's been a lot of movement in that roster. But they're all in their sixth season with the Knights. Carlson, who scored 43 goals in their inaugural campaign in 17-18, with Marcia So, a 30-goal scorer last year, and Riley Smith, a four-time 20-goal scorer. That's their second line. They got Howden with uh, Paul Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. And on the right side, Phil Kessel. And just and I just want you all to think about this right now. Opportunity cost. Brendan, for how long did we talk about the fact that Phil Kessel was work, looking for $1.5 million before he ended up signing in Vegas? Do you recall how many weeks we went? Certainly was on the radar, yeah. So how would we have known the exact price point on Phil Kessel? Figure it out, okay? So their camp was always in contact. But what happens is when you're sitting there and... You got a lot of, hey, a lot of the fan base. I'll, I'll put this out there. Who'd you rather have right now, Jessa Pogliarvi at $3 million or Phil Kessel at $1.5? Not to mention you might be able to have another player at $1.5 million. Opportunity costs. Now, again, we'll see where it goes with Pogliarvi here. In Yamamoto's case, injury has played a factor in him not being the same player. Fogel has finally started to gain some traction over the last couple of games. Three combined goals from $9 million worth of players. Howden, again, with Paul Cotter and Phil Kessel. Kessel had 52 points last year, minus 24 in Arizona. Uh, Nicola Waugh, who uh, took a big step forward last season. He's a big six foot four right shot center, along with William Carrier. And uh, Keegan Colsar, who had a fight last night against Zach O'Brien. That's a pretty distinctive fourth line. And guess what? They all play north of 11 minutes a game. Alec Martinez had two separate injuries last year. He is back. He's in their first pairing, playing with Alex Petrangelo. Petrangelo had a 44-point season last year after spending uh, 12 seasons with the St. Louis Blues and winning a cup there in 2019. Hard-hitting Braden McNabb is an original Golden Knight. He is with Shea Theodore, another original Golden Knight. Uh, guess who's got uh, Shea Theodore in the pool I'm in? Brendan Ulrich's got him, for now. And Nicholas Hag along with Zach Whitecloud. So uh, that's their deep parents. Logan Thompson out of Brock University. 8-3 at 2.27 goals against average, 9.25 save percentage. They got Thompson at 9.25 and Hill at 9.20. And Aiden Hill struggled last year. So... It tells you that they got, they're got they going good. This is going to be a hell of a challenge for the episode. How do you, how do you go from Robin Lehner and Marc-Andre Fleury to that duo? Well, that duo is doing fine right now. They certainly are, but now, just in name value, that is astonishing. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, I find the whole, like, here's the thing. I had somebody that I, a guy that knows hockey reach out and say, oh, I heard, you know, Kelly McCrimmon talking about the value of picks and the importance of drafting and development. He was doing a, uh, a thing with Elliot Freeman. I'm like... Well, that's all great, but Brendan, as you know, Vegas, <laughs> the owners are going to play the Golden Knights. Guess how many Vegas first-round draft choices they have in the lineup tomorrow? None, I would think. None. They don't have one single first-round pick in that's theirs. That's a homegrown. Now, people say, Bob, it doesn't matter. They're 14-4. and four. At some point, it's probably going to matter. But just to put things in perspective for Vegas, I want you to think about this. 
They came into the league in 2017. They ended up getting three first-round picks. They traded Cody Glass in a three-way deal. Glass hasn't necessarily grabbed it yet with Nashville. He went six overall in 2017. Look at what happened with uh, Suzuki in Montreal. The Golden Knights traded a first, a second, and a third in 2018 to Ken Holland in Detroit for Tomash Tatar. Tatar did not pan out there. They included Tatar and Suzuki, who they drafted 13th overall for Max Pacioretty, then they gave Pacioretty away for free. Uh, Eric Brandstrom went in uh, 15th overall pick. He went in the deal to get Mark Stone. You can't argue about that one. Uh, They didn't have the 2018 first-round pick because that was included in the Tatar deal. Then in 2019, they made a good pick. They got Peyton Krebs. He's going to be a a legitimate top-six player. They included him in the deal to get Jack Eichel. I don't think you can argue on that. Brendan Brisson, they drafted first-round 2019 overall in 2020 because they've been up there. Uh, they drafted Zach Dean 30th overall in 2021 and they didn't have a, a first rounder from 2022 because it was included as another part of the piece in the Eichel deal. It's interesting with Vegas. Like, in, I mean, they are even, this is going to sound, Oiler fans aren't going to want to hear this. They are even more of a now team than Edmonton. Like, I, hey, I want Ken Holland to go out and grab some more depth and maybe address some short-term toughness, you know, be open to adding a defenseman and possibly another forward during the course of the season. We all know the Oilers got to get going here. we got McDavid and Dreisaitl. But the reality of the situation is Edmonton's actually going to be in a better situation this summer by far than they were last summer, cap-wise. Not even close, right? The Oilers are going to build a deeper, better team next year. That is a given. you got $2.25 million in cap space, tied up right now in Sekera and Lucic that won't be there. Something's going to, you know what, or get off the pot regarding Polo Yarvi. We may not even get qualified at $3 million. You know, maybe there will be a change in the back end, too. Do you have redundancy between Barry and Bouchard? Barry's had a good start to the year, by the way. But at the bottom line is, the Oilers, in theory, should have a deeper team next season. Vegas, they have cashed their chips in in a major way to compete immediately, and they are on it all the time. Uh, so, we've run through a bunch of different things. It's 1225. We will get to some of your texts a little bit later on. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. When we come back, for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, we'll get to NHL today. This is Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, we've not heard from Southern fan land for a while. The last time he texted me was back in the middle of June. He says, Bob, I know you're a big supporter of Josh Anderson. I'd uh, be very careful. Look at his injury history. I'll take a Vander Kane. Well, the Oilers got a Vander Kane. Uh, and he has not texted us since. And he's texting us today. And he's saying, when are the Oilers going to move on from Paul Yarby? He does squat uh, offensively playing with some of the best players in the world. Let's cut our losses. It's not that easy. I mean, I, it, it's... 
I'm I'm perplexed at the lack of productivity with a, with a, with a, some guys that were being counted on. Yes, the team needs to play better defense. Yes, the team needs to have more stops. Um, I'm concerned about how Edmonton's getting outshot. They've played some tougher teams. There's a lot going on here. Uh, we at this time, though, are going to go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. I know I went and saw Drew Shamahorn. I saw Dwayne Mandrusiak, who, well, was he really the general manager of the Edmonton Ups and the Edmonton Eskimos for all those years back in the day? He was a big part of it. I know Hugh Campbell valued him. Uh, anyhow, let's uh, bring in Brendan Escott. It's a pretty empty night tonight on the schedule. Just one game. Vancouver is home to Los Angeles. Tomorrow, the Oilers welcoming division leading Vegas to Rogers Place. 8 p.m. puck drop. Coverage here on Chad starts at 6.30. Sabres goaltender Edmonton product Eric Comrie missing multiple weeks wow. after suffering a lower body injury earlier this week. Coyotes D-man Jacob Chikrin slated to make his season day debut next week. Could that possibly reignite the trade market for the 24-year-old? Bakersfield facing off against the Calgary Wranglers tonight and tomorrow down in California. Oil Kings debuting a new third jersey tonight against the Brandon Wheat Kings 7 p.m. at Rogers Place and the Golden Bears have UBC in town tonight and tomorrow. It's interesting, uh, you know, you're thinking about moves and what happens and the Oilers made a subtle little trade giving two players a new opportunity, Sam Rukoff, uh, to St. Louis for uh, Clem Costin. And I, I, I got to tell you, I was like, I kind of defer to the defenseman on that. Clem Costin surprised me. He's been better than I thought uh, so far. So, uh, and he's playing actual NHL games. So there's a, you know, I'd love to see some toughness added. I think many of the listeners would, but there's a little subtle move where maybe the Oilers get something out of a guy who gets a second chance with a new organization. We are going to head off at 1230 to a global news weather traffic update with Christina Drapeau and come back with Elliot Friedman.